Queens, welcome back to the Thing About Us podcast. This is Willie, and this is the pull-up segment. Pull and up. Pull up, and today I am joined by nephew Marv. What's happening, nephew? What's good, man? That intro, yes, sir. Set the mood, baby. Oh, yeah. Set the mood. Oh, yeah. It's been about a year, almost about a year since you've been on. Yeah, been on, man. Still doing this dialysis. Dialysis, don't give a damn about Thanksgiving or none of that. <laughs> no holidays, no weekends. They don't don't respect my time at all. Hey, hey, but you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Before we before we start, what's up? You, you're probably gonna lose a lot of Detroit listeners right now. Detroit listeners. But how about them Packers, baby? <laughs> Thanksgiving pull up, baby. They they won me ten dollars at work. I can't wait to go and collect tonight. <laughs> About to go collect this hot tin at work tonight. Hot tin? <laughs> hot tin. <laughs> you might want to wait. <laughs> you might want to wait till you go back to work. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm going tonight. It's triple time tonight. I'm, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in there. I got you. So uh how's the family? How's the mental health? Uh, family's good. Mental health is, is steady. We'll we'll put it like that. It's steady. Okay. All right. No, no wrong with that. No wrong with that. So I, I finally finished up a uh, Blue Eye Samurai. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was dope. Yes, sir. It was dope. Yes, sir. This is what I did not like about it. Oh no. This is what. This is the only thing I didn't like about it. You know how like we watch like all these other martial art movies, mm-hmm. and then like like an Ip Man. There's mm-hmm. always that one British person. They're yeah. stronger and faster yeah. than everybody in their own field. How in the hell did this big motherfucker, <laughs> he's at her knocking out samurais. Uh, yeah. Like it ain't nothing. Well, not to play devil's advocate, but I will. Mm-hmm. He has been sitting in that same castle for 20 years yeah yeah honing his shit mm-hmm. well not just honing his shit but also fucking prostitutes and mm-hmm. drinking and getting high yeah he's been honing his shit too mm-hmm. so that's the only excuse i can give but i do like um i did like the backstory because that backstory actually shed light on uh, a backstory from another uh, movie, per se, mm-hmm. uh, 47 Ronin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so about that. Keanu character's character was half Japanese mm-hmm. and half white. Mm-hmm. And they always called him Demon. Mm-hmm. And it didn't catch on until I watched Blue-Eyed Samurai. Mm-hmm that they weren't talking like demon per se of like spiritual demon, but like that's what they called them. The white people? The white people mm-hmm. and, and the mixed race kids is demons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, wow, little blue-eyed devils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I caught, I caught it um, probably like the 34th episode. I was like, hold up. Mm-hmm. And then once I seen, um, I think it was like, the, was it the fifth episode? Where they start talking about bringing in the guns, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And I was like, dude, this all this is is 47 Ronin. Mm-hmm. It was either, I thought about 47 Ronin and I thought about The Last Samurai. The Last Samurai. Which yeah. I which I hated. You hated The Last Samurai? I hated the fact that it was Tom Cruise and not somebody um, melanated. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Tom Cruise. I know. I know. It was just, I just, any movies like that. With the white savior? Yes. I get it. I hate it. I get it. I absolutely but hate he it. He wasn't just any white savior. Like, he was, like, a part of the actual, like, mm-hmm. army. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like he just is, like, some wandering white savior, like, kung fu. Mm-hmm. But see, I think if it had been the Japanese version, I I think their version would have been totally different from the westernized version. Okay. That's one of the reasons why I hate uh, that that's why I like that's like um Ninja Assassin. Yeah. That movie would have been perfect if it hadn't been westernized. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah. But my my thing is, you know, I was basically looking for Tom Cruise to die. Mm-hmm. Like, how does he survive and nobody else does not? Well, it's like, uh, I can't remember her name. I, I need a movie where Tom Cruise dies. Is there a movie where Tom Cruise dies? The only movie I can think of that he came close to dying was Vanilla Sky. And they, they whooped his ass in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> they whooped his ass. But... <clears throat> but I did like it. I liked it. It was good. Uh, I definitely hope they do a season two. Oh, yeah. They they got to do a season two. Yeah. But I don't know how this is going to fare for her in London. <sighs> she got her ass whooped, too. Like, I'm, I'm like, you know, you barely made it out of Japan. You should... I mean, instead of just looking for absolute <laughs> revenge, you should have just killed him and just went on about your business. Mm-hmm. But he's like, we got to go to a magical place called London. Yeah. And there you will get absolute revenge. I think it's a setup. Oh, it's a cold setup. I think it's a setup. I don't think nobody's there. It's a cold setup. I don't think nobody's there. <laughs> now she's about, she about to end up like Pocahontas. She'll right. never see Japan again. So... Would you rather be a ninja or a samurai? Ninja. You'd rather be a ninja? I'd rather be a ninja. Why a ninja? You know, samurai's got all the honor and shit and Bushido and all that shit. Ninja's just pew, 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 and in and out. It's true. Don't know I was there until after I'm gone. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a couple of videos today. I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, they say ninjas was more more, more known for espionage. Mm-hmm. You no, know, getting in, get the information, and mm-hmm. they leave. Yeah, they never fought unless they had to. Right. 
it was like last last line. Last resort. Yeah. yeah, last resort. You know, Samurai's, it was like, it was all about the honor. Yeah, Samurai's, you got a code and all this stuff. And if you feel that you have dishonored your house, mm-hmm. and instead of you, some of them, you know, can live with being a ronin, which is a masterless samurai. Mm-hmm. And some of them just chose to disembowel themselves. Number one, no. I'm sorry. I I can't go out like that. I am not opening my guts. Yeah. Number one, dressing in a wa- all white, then taking the white off. Just to die. Just to die. <laughs> just to cut my guts open. Yourself. Myself. Yourself. In yeah. front of everybody. In front of the whole world. Mm. To see. I like. It's worse than being ass naked. Mm-hmm. You know, number one, why am I even getting dressed just to kill myself? Right. You want to see all this dang and lang swinging <laughs> as I sit down to open my guts. You, I'm not about to ruin this whole white outfit. Right. And these white shoes just to get blood all on me. Yeah, I'm. I, I think I'm with you on the on the ninja. Yeah. I I, I think I'm. Not on so so much on the espionage, but just the the whole stealth of getting in and out mm-hmm. and and a lot of the techniques they had to do just to get in and and to get out. You know, I mean, to be honest, I was a ninja in my younger life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a kid, mm-hmm. my mom had the ceramic and glass cookie jars. Mm-hmm. In and out, baby. You in and out. Couldn't hear it. No ting. Nothing. <laughs> So, like I was saying, nephew's been on, but once before, well, a couple times. Mm, couple uh, times. Uh, we did the Tabernacle. Church. We did um, um, what was the one? I think it was the one that the whole Will Smith thing. I can't remember what what that episode, but nephew's been on a couple times. So, big up to Will Smith. Yeah, big up to Will Smith. Yes, sir. So. Why do you think we're still following a, a guideline that men and women have to have a certain role in relationships? I mean, it's it's hundreds of years worth of programming. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like even even in my house, the roles, the like the chore roles, mm-hmm. alternate with the kids, right? Mm-hmm. So they have a monthly swap mm-hmm. you know so right now marvin is doing the dishes mm-hmm. caleb is doing the counter mm-hmm. and jade is doing the floor mm-hmm. well the person that does the counter make sure that the refrigerator is clean the table's clean the microwave's clean mm-hmm. so it's not just the counters it's shit that goes along with it right you know uh the person that sweeps the floor also steams and mops the floor mm-hmm. and not just the floor in the kitchen, but you know, the floor in the dining room, living room, whatnot in the hallway. Right. And every month that swaps, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you are responsible for taking out your own damn trash mm-hmm. girl or boy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's times where Jada has to take out her garbage. Right. Me, her mother, her brothers. Nobody's taking out her garbage. She's taking out her own goddamn garbage. You know? Um, 
the same way with um, providing in the household. Mm-hmm. You know, my both my wife and I are both uh, the breadwinners. My wife is a nurse. So, I mean, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm getting close. I'm getting close to her, <laughs> with her, o- her wage. With, with overtime. <laughs> yeah, with overtime. <laughs> tonight, tonight I'm bringing home the turkey and the ham and the chicken, right, baby. And right. One night, like, I'm, I'm getting close. But she, her, as far as wages go, she would be the chief breadwinner. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not too far off from her. Uh, but she's always made more than I have, mm-hmm. but she has never thrown it in my face. She still let me be the man of the house. Mm-hmm. You know, she's never made me feel inadequate or been like, I can pay all this shit by my fucking self. I don't need you. She She's never done that at all, ever. Right. right. Uh, but you know, we've got hundreds of years of the man is the breadwinner. The man takes care of us, provides for the house and this, 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 and that. And the woman, uh, takes care of the kids. The woman is the, uh, the house runs the household. Right. Type deal. Maintains the house. Maintains the house, you know, and you can't, it's kind of hard to break away from that hundreds of year old type deal. Now it's everything's modern. Mm-hmm. Women want to make money mm-hmm. and it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Women want their own. Mm-hmm. It's understandable. Yeah. Now, when I get to a certain point, of course, you know, I'm be like, Hey, uh, you want to just work when you want to. I would love to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't wait for that time to happen to where I, I walk in the house and be like, Charlene, you want to work when you want to mm-hmm. bet five. She'll be like, fuck. Yeah. Hold on. Let me, <laughs> let me get on. The, yeah. Uh, tell your mom, I'm never coming home <laughs> type deal to her boss. <laughs> you know? I'm only, I'm only working. I'm, I'm going PRN. Right. I want to come up when I want to. My woman, my, my father, my daddy, my husband just told me I could do that. So I'll see you when I see you. You know, I, I would love to do that. I can't wait to do that. But um, we have that type of relationship to where nobody is the boss boss. She recognizes that I am the man of the house. Mm-hmm. But I still, you know, I still ask her opinions on stuff. Like, what you think about this or what you think about that? And the same thing goes with her. Right. Like, she, what you think about this? What you think about that? You know, what if we did this with the kids? What if we did this, that with the kids, you know? But we just got, I think that it is time for us to break out of the the norm of our, you know, these aren't our grandparents' times. These aren't our great-grandparents' right. times. Right. You know, these aren't our mother and father's times. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the interest rate is about to go back up again. 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 So, like, you need that two-person household. The house market's repentance right now. You know. if Now, if you if you don't have 
any kids, if it's just you by yourself or you and your mate by yourselves, oh, y'all probably could afford to ball the fuck out. Yeah. But in a household of six. Yeah. Yeah. It takes both of y'all. You know, and I feel sorry for people who's in those relationships where y'all can't stand each other. Oh, man. But y'all stuck together. Y'all stuck. Y'all yeah. can't afford to mm. break up. You mm. can't afford to get divorced. You're like, <clears throat> damn. Child support alimony is going to eat my ass up. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to have to wait for these motherfuckers to graduate. Before I... <clears throat> you know, I seen a uh, video where this lady was telling her, I think it was a fiance, it was a husband, no. that she wanted him to buy her a house, just him by himself, so that she can say, my man bought me this house. So she don't want to help him at all with nothing. Not not even the pay. She was like, just she, she just wants her name on the deed. That's it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Just her name solely on the deed? No, her name's going to be on the deed with his name. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But he doing everything else. Okay, so (laughs) their living arrangements now, is she going to be paying that while he's stacking for the down payment for the house? No, her only job is going to be is to bear children. Oh, so she just rewound the clocks to 1950. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Like, all she wants is to say, hey, my man bought me this house. I mean, again, you know, if if he's financially able to, go right ahead. He was like, nah. He's like, <laughs> he's like what are you going to be doing? Burn. How, 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 how is this going to work out? Barefoot and pregnant. Mm. Barefoot and pregnant. I mean, if if, if that's. I, I I have no, you know, the whole man versus woman 50-50 argument that's been going on for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I really have no dog in the fight. I could care less mm-hmm. about that, you know. I'm like, what would you think about 50-50? I'm like, shit. And uh, my situation is great. I love it. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with it. <laughs> you know, I'm because I'm not that man. Right. I'm not this man. I'm me. Mm-hmm. You know, I I can't tell you what to do. I can't give you advice on that. Mm-hmm. You know, if if that's what you and your household wants to do, that's what you and your household wants to do. Yeah. I when I seen it, I was just like, what? But you can just. You know, we we said this once before on the show. Like sometimes, you can't tell if, it, if it's a skit, yeah, or if she's like legit. Was like, no, nah, I just want you just to, yeah, you know, now fuck I, the whole bill. I seen one that was real. It was this girl and her boyfriend took her out to dinner. You know, have the birthday dinner thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was her and her friends and him and his friends and they yeah. all celebrating. And I think the ticket was like 4500. Yeah. And she's like pay it. Mhm. He's like I'm not about to pay this. Yeah. I pay for you, I pay for me. Mhm. 
Because she's like, it's my birthday. Exactly. It's your birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay for you, and I'm going to pay for me. I'm not paying for all the rest of these niggas. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. Right. No. And that, she threw the biggest tantrum, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm with him. Mm-hmm. There's, oh, yeah. there's no way in hell I'm paying because didn't nobody tell y'all to order lamb and steak and lobster and all the rest of this crap. Now, she wants to, if, this is my woman's birthday. Mm-hmm. Now, if my woman wants to order the fucking menu, mm-hmm. then that's fine by me. I'm going to pay that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay her. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to pay her, her girlfriends, my partners, all that. Nah, sir, uh, I need for you to come back with the correct check. Me yeah. and her, that's what I need for you to bring me. Mm-hmm. The rest of these motherfuckers, I need for you, like before we even start ordering, I'm like, look, this is, is this is what I need you to do. Me and her, one check. Everybody else, I don't give a damn what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. But they're responsible for them, mm-hmm. me and her. Mm-hmm. And if she has any objections of that right there, then I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll see you when you get home. Right. Speaking of, <laughs> did you see the the list of of the uh, first dates? That was that was a long. I, I hold on. I need another side for that. Now, again, I think I think this is like another one of those things that that was just kind of made up, just to kind of get a reaction out of people. I feel it was a skit too, but I'm sure there are still some women out there. Oh, there are. That's like you're not taking me to Cheesecake Factory. There are. I know a couple. Mm-hmm. I know a couple. Yeah. I never dated them. They're friends. They're friends. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know a couple. And they, when that list came out, they were vehement, vehement, <laughs> vexed at the fact that someone would take someone to the Cheesecake Factory. Mm. And I'm like, to be honest, the only thing wrong with the Cheesecake Factory is the book that you have to look through to find you something to eat. Like, you have entirely too many choices, which is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Right. You know, but it's a lot. Like, I'm spending 20 minutes to look for something to eat. And I'm like, oh, this looks great. Oh, no, this looks better. <sighs> Damn it. And I got to flip a coin, you know, paper, rock, scissors, what the fuck I want to get. But there's nothing wrong with the Cheesecake Factory. The atmosphere is great. The decor mm-hmm. is great. Like, you actually want to eat there. Yeah. You know, you actually, I mean, the service, I've never had bad service at the Cheesecake Factory. Like, even the bar is good. Like, the drinks is, now, I don't drink anymore because I'm on dialysis. But their drinks gets my wife ready. (laughs) And I thank them for that. I, I don't mind paying their drink prices because, yeah. But but you, but you know, like when we was younger, Red Lobster used to be a place that you would go. Oh yeah, it would be like top notch. It yeah. would it would it would be considered as like yeah. Oh y'all went to Red Lobster, the Red Lobster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you know that was that was that was the bragging. Point. Yeah, dog. I took it to Red Lobster. I took it to Red Lobster. Took, yeah. Oh my nigga, you was trying to get the draws, draws. Yeah. You know, but 
now it's like Red Lobster. Red Lobster is like Burger King. Yeah. Now the. <laughs> Now that I'm making money, mm. Red Lobster's like Burger King. Mm. <laughs> so you done turned to a whole snob there. <laughs> oh, dog. You know, it's it's Connor's, Connor's Seafood and Steakhouse from here on out, baby. Mm. You know, Capitol Grill for me. Well, uh, that's like that uh, when we went to that melting pot, I was like, dude, I would never come back here <laughs> again. Marvin, don't you ever suggest, <laughs> hey, let's double date and go to the melting pot. No. no. It's that was dude, that was two hundred dollars <laughs> a piece. I was and I had to cook my to own cook shit. Your own food. And I had to cook my I was like, nah, we could have we could have put our money together and I could have cooked us something at home. Oh my God. This is ridiculous. Uh but but there's people who go like who do that for first dates. For, and you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally, I'm sorry. I'm crying right now because that was, I'm not going to say it was the worst. It wasn't the worst, but it was just like. I, I just paid you for yeah. me to cook. Yeah. You know, it was, it was an experience. It was a good experience because, you know, we're sitting here, you know, you're waiting on the food and they bring out, you know, the pot, literally, mm-hmm. and raw meat. I'm like, I didn't order sushi. Yeah. I didn't know this was a sushi spot. I'm like, no, you put the meat in the pot. The pot cooks it, you know, in a certain amount of time. You pull it out and you, so y'all don't cook. Yeah. But I was sitting there thinking like, well, it's a good thing we all like each other because yeah, we all sharing the same pot, the, the same little plate thing. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what if we didn't like each other? I would have been a hungry motherfucker. <laughs> Dead night. Like, <laughs> I can't even eat this shit. Yeah. What the fuck? It's like, nah. All right. So moving on. So I remember you. Um, well, not remember, but you just brought up the, the sons. Mm-hmm. So what? What is the the? You know how are you teaching your sons about being emotional? No, it's okay to be emotional. Um, getting into relationships and and them maneuvering in today's society. I tell them date them all. Mm. Date them all. Mm. You know, you're young. Mm-hmm. No need for you to get into a serious relationship right now. Right. There's no need for you to. Well, number one, they're 15 and 14. Mm-hmm. Well, he'll, he, uh, my youngest will be 14 on the 21st. He's a Christmas baby. Uh, my, my, my angry little Sag. Um, I tell them, you know, number one, it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to cry in front of her, that's fine. But, you know, if you need to go somewhere by yourself, let it out, cry, get all your feels out. Um, you need to communicate. Mm-hmm. You need to communicate what you want, what's expected, uh, how you feel, because nobody's a mind reader. Mm-hmm. As much as they might think that they are, they're not, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and this is, this is this is rule number one. Wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Wrap it up. Don't believe that I'm on birth control. I'm on the shot. I take the pill. None of that shit. 
wrap it up. Don't have kids until you are financially and emotionally ready. Mm-hmm. You know, because it takes more than money to raise a child. See, some people are going to say, well, you're never going to have enough money. No, you're never going to. You're really not going to have enough money. But if you can't afford to take care of you and them and them and mm-hmm. most and majority of the time, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. To keep her happy, to keep her safe, to keep her mentally, you know, comfortable because she's carrying your child. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't be, number one, if you don't pick a woman who is emotionally unstable before she has a child. Well, how would they know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You got, it's, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. You got to spend some time with that. Like, you know, you just can't hop in the cooch and shoot up the club on the first date and then be like, daddy, she was, she is nuts. Uh, well, you know, so we, okay, no, this is, this is funny because, uh, we was having the conversation mm-hmm. and I told them, I said, man, you boys is hard as babies, you know? I was 28 and 29 when I, I was 28 and 29 when I had y'all, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, y'all was hard. Like y'all, y'all cried a lot. I was like, you know, Marvin was needy and threw like mad tantrums. And I said, Caleb, you was just an angry ass child. Mm-hmm. And Caleb's going to be like, well, don't be silly. Wrap your willy. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, this is coming from my 14-year-old. I right. say, you know what? You remember that. Mm-hmm. You remember that. You make sure you wrap your willy. Right. Because I'll be damned. But how how <clears throat> do you find it more difficult to help guide them, raise them, uh, versus how we were or how we grew up? In the beginning, yes. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, yes. Because I went all the way wrong when they were little mm-hmm. and also with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Because I was raised a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's still disrespect will not be tolerated on any level. Right, right. <clears throat> but me communicating with them. Mm-hmm. Again, on how I expect things, how things need to be done. This is what I expect out of you. This is what you should expect out of me Mm -hmm. type deal. You know, I I still believe I'm not your friend. Mm -hmm. I'm your father. Mm -hmm. I'm your parent. I'm here to raise you. I'm here to guide you. But at the same time, if you have a problem, I want you to communicate with me. I have an open door policy. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to be able to communicate with me. I want you to be able to tell me things, you know, and I'll let them know. I'm not going to, if you, if you come to me in a certain aspect, in a certain respect and be like, Hey daddy, I need to talk to you. I'm wide open. I'm open ears. I'm not going to yell at you. I'm going to give you the best advice that I can. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just flying by the seat of your pants and going doing shit, and you get in trouble for it, then I'm going to be like, 
all hell is going to break loose. Mm-hmm. Because instead of you coming to talk to me and saying that I, I need help with this, or I need you to do this, or this, 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 and that, you chose to go your own route. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, nine times out of ten, I'm going to lose. But lately, I've been getting better at listening. When, Like, if a problem does arise or if a school calls or whatever, mm-hmm. I have gotten better with listening to what they said happened and getting the story first than me just reacting. reacting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that was, for us, I think that was, that's definitely a big thing is the communicating. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't a lot of communicating. Oh, no. You know, I was telling Fee, like, there'd be times my dad, he just he just look at you. Mm-hmm. He'd give you a snap the finger, and then he'd just stare at you. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was the communicating. Get on it. Get on it. Either get on it or stop. <laughs> that, but you got, but you better figure it out before the belt comes out. So... <laughs> You know, real, real, real. You, you had know. to be a quick thinker back then. <laughs> hey. well, what do I do? Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, you, you had to be a quick thinker, but yeah, that's dope. I, I was, I was wondering about that. Uh, what, what about the uh, maneuvering through society? You know, now, you know how, you know, we had 2020, 2019, the whole, you know, um, racial. Mm-hmm. Uprising and mm-hmm. and conflict and and then just dealing with people. Period. Outside of just you know being black, well, racism has went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have ignorant sobs on both sides, mm-hmm. black and white. Um, you know. I don't say the N-word in public, mm-hmm. but there are plenty of our kind that do mm-hmm. in mixed company. Yeah. Um, that was always a no-no for me. I was always taught that was a no-no. Mm-hmm. Now, if you say it amongst us in the privacy of us, that's one thing. Yeah. yeah. But if you say it amongst mixed company, that's another. Mm-hmm. Because they feel that it gives them the right to say it. Right. No. It's not, it's not okay. But at the same time, I'm also trying to cut down on me saying the N-word, period. I've been trying for the past 20 years, to be actually, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it is, it deserves a... Yeah. So, sometimes <clears throat> it's like this N-word here. So that's why I said, like, when I, when I use it, it's me, I'm cussing. Yeah. I use it more as like a... Um, as a, a derogatory word, yeah. you know what I mean? As more as just as using it as a regular word. Yeah. Uh, I know. You no know, one thing is like like the like the young guys at work when they playing mm-hmm. when they playing the music and mm-hmm. stuff. Hey Amen. Turn it down. Yeah. Because right. if I if I can hear it, they can hear it, and I don't want mm-hmm. these fools feeling like they can be comfortable. Right. Coming in here saying it. Right. Or even playing it. Exactly. Because I'm watching to see what their lips are doing. Because right. if I see them say it, it's on. Yeah, it's on. So, but you know, I'm I'm also learning to fight legally because the downtown Negro in me. Yeah, cause you cause you bougie now. 
Yeah, I'm 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 in the suburbs now. Yeah, you bougie now. I got a lot to lose. <laughs> hey, I, hey, real talk. I, hey, I got a lot to lose. <laughs> you know, I got a house. I got, you know, hey, I, I'm making money. Hey, hey, hey. You become real snobbish real quick with <laughs> with <laughs> when, you, when you used to when you used to eat noodles and 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 sardines out the can to going to Connors to eat seafood. Hey, look, you totally different. Look, <laughs> like I said before, you know you making money when you go to a restaurant and eat Raymond. Yeah, you go to a Raymond restaurant. Yeah, and eat Raymond noodles. Yeah, they're they're actually in the back, actually making fresh, they're, yeah, Raymond noodles, not that, this pro- not this com- processed shit. It ain't coming three minutes out the microwave, baby. Yeah. It's it's coming out the wok. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out the wok. Yeah. But <laughs> new money, new, new money. <laughs> you know, it's it, it, when you got when you got a lot to lose, you gotta use your head. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like when somebody disrespects me at work, it's not. Let me strip off this, this shirt, mm-hmm. and get busy. It's all right. First thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna calm down. Mm-hmm. Second thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say, "Hey, watch your mouth," mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I'm gonna walk away. Mm-hmm. Now, if the problem persists, I'm going to be like, look, team lead, go get your mans. Mm -hmm. Because if this happens again, it's going to be rumble in the jungle. So do you, I feel like you have the same issue I have is, you still have the street mentality mm-hmm. when you're dealing with people at work. Mm-hmm. So your first thought is, "I'm gonna go in your mouth. I'm about to put my hands on them. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to talk real crazy. I'm about to put my hands on them. Mm-hmm. And then you got like, you got to catch yourself. Like, hold up. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, man, if I lose this house, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to make this count. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to make this count if I do something to them." I'm I'm gonna have to go home with the correct story. Yeah, mm-hmm. like okay, baby, I walked away. <laughs> I told him watch, watch his mouth, and I walked away. Mm-hmm. And he just kept on. And then he got in my space, and I just couldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to do what I had to do. It 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 took me a it took me a while when I first really got into the workforce. It took mm-hmm. me a while. Mm-hmm. To adjust mm-hmm. to saying, "Hey, this is possibly a career, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's a job." You mm-hmm. know, I, I I had to really it really get my mind frame mm-hmm. that this is not this is not the concrete jungle, right? You know, what I'm saying we're we're I'm in an establishment. With other people, mm-hmm. and then you got other black people looking at you, just mm-hmm. seeing how you're gonna react mm-hmm. to certain things mm-hmm. and stuff. And and we're talking both sides. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the you know the OGs, and then you're talking about the people who the youngins, the youngins. So they they gonna see how you react. Yeah. So they're like, well, 
the OGs gonna be like, well, we can't fool with you because you you putting everything at it, risk. At risk, because I got 15, 20 years in, mm-hmm. so I can't fool with you. Then the youngins, they see what you doing, they think it's cool. So then yeah. they start wilding out. You you gotta be an example. Yeah. You know, cause I'm 43. 43? I'm 43. Damn. Number one. I'm sorry. I, I, ain't, I ain't got no I ain't got no gray nowhere. Let's let's get this together. It's other so- motherfuckers in their forties. I'm sorry. In their forties. You know, with grace. I ain't got no grace. I'm bald. I'm bald, chubby in the middle. Yes. But, but ain't, no, ain't no grace, baby. You eating good. I'm You're not chubby. Good. You eating good. Yeah. Were, I'm, eating, I'm eating steak and seafood. There you go. You eating good. I got new money. <laughs> hey, how important are, are the holidays to you? <sighs> they used to be. Very, no, now for, for the kids, since I got kids. It's still important for the kids. But me, myself, dialysis has ruined holidays for me. Mm. Like, absolutely ruined holidays. Yesterday was Thanksgiving. I spent the first four hours of my Thanksgiving in dialysis. Mm. You know? Because, mm-hmm. uh, well, I, I got off work uh, yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Came home. uh Took the turkey, put the turkey in the smoker, took a nap, got up about 7 o'clock. Charlene took me to dialysis, dropped me off at the dialysis, uh, a.k.a. my adult daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent four hours in dialysis. This was what, 7 in the morning? 7 in the morning okay. to noon in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So I didn't celebrate Thanksgiving until six. Mm-hmm. I, I, and that's when I went over to my mom's house. Six PM. Actually, that's not bad if you consider a CPT. Because you go to most black people's house, they don't eat to about seven, eight anyway. So being <laughs> that you didn't eat to about six, you you was really your schedule. Yeah. See, I had to come home <laughs> like Sometimes I have a good session. Sometimes I had a bad session. Right. And yesterday was a bad session. Mm. You know, my my BP, my blood pressure dropped to 88 over 40. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they got to do what they got to do to get it back up. Right. And, and regu- regular uh, readings. And, of course, that took a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. So I had to come home and go back to sleep because I'm still tired from the night before from work mm-hmm. and them taking blood out of me, putting blood back in me and all this other crap uh, that they got to do that takes a toll out on you. Mm-hmm. So the little time that I'm actually sleep there, I'm not actually sleep. I'm down, damn near, I guess in a regulated coma, you might want to say, right? Like, you know, because I'm, I'm not getting any rest. Mm-hmm. You know, sleep, in, when you sleep, you get rest. Mm-hmm. Your body's resting. And my body's not doing that. Mm-hmm. You know. It's still working. Yeah, it's still of, working. Because of what they're doing. Because of yeah. what they're doing, yeah. So, of course, you know, I, I got to come home. And I was knocked out. I didn't hear my mom come in to get the turkey. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't hear my wife and kids leave to go out and make their Thanksgiving rounds. You know, I woke up to an empty house. Oh, wow. And then I was in the basement, so I woke up 
And I went upstairs, looked around. Nobody's here. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I went right back to sleep. Right. I went and got in the bed, and I went right back to sleep. Mm. And then woke up about 6, 5, 30, 6 o'clock. Mm. Took my shower, got dressed. And my wife and them was on their way home from making their first first rounds. Picked me up. We went to my mom's house and chilled over for a little minute. So holidays are not have not been the best for me. This will be my third Christmas itself mm-hmm. will be my third year on dialysis. Mm-hmm. I went three years ago. I started dialysis on Christmas. Damn, was it on Christmas? It was on Christmas. Okay. It was on Christmas. I was in the hospital during uh, my son's birthday. Okay, okay, yeah. 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 Okay. I was in the hospital during my son's birthday, and that's when they gave me the news, like, hey, we got to put you on dialysis. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's total bullshit. So it's like, and I don't even, you know, I, I got to go on vacations uh, so the kids can go on vacation, so my wife can go on vacation. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's not a vacation. Yeah. Because at least if I stay a week, at least two of those days, I'm on dialysis. Yeah. So that's a total of eight hours out of my vacation, I'm on dialysis. Yeah, because you, you was there right at that peak of COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so I'm kind of leading up. So what what is your So what does it look like for you like hanging out with family during the holidays now? Um I think my family understands that I'll say I'll be there, mm-hmm. but it's like a day to day thing cuz mm-hmm. like if they have something on a Saturday Mm-hmm. Chances are I might not be because that is a dialysis day. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> if I'm there, I'll either show up late or if I show up on time, I'm probably leaving early because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, and some of them get it. Some of them say they get it. Mm-hmm. And some of them might not get it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I understand all three. Yeah, right. You know, because the ones that don't get it, you know, I understand. They're not going through it. Right. The ones that say they get it, I understand. I'm, I'm grateful that they're being sympathetic, empathetic mm-hmm. over, you know, what I'm going through. And the ones that get it, I greatly appreciate it. You mm-hmm. know, they don't judge me if I don't show or none of that. You know, they understand what I'm going through, even though they they're not going through it, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, if I say I be that I'm, I'll be there, and I don't show up, they don't give me a lot of shit for it, right? And it's greatly appreciated because growing up, I was a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You know, I always wanted to make sure my family was okay. I'm doing something for my family. I'm doing something with my family. You know, if somebody says that they're having something. I make it a point to be there, mm-hmm. you know, to not just to show my face, but to actually come and support and things like that, you know, <clears throat> bring the kids. And if my wife is able, cause like I said, my wife's a nurse. So a lot of times she's not able, a lot of times she's at work, mm-hmm. you know, 
especially since COVID, since 2020, like her, like has been like up here, you know, her having to be at work has been like damn near a mandatory thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, like I said, my, my family gets it. Uh, I don't think, I think the ones that probably don't get it is the younger, the younger ones, mm-hmm. you know, that's used to seeing me at whatever event that they have or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, I, I chalked that up to you, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, the ones our age and the older uncles, aunts and so forth, you know, they get it. Isn't it funny how, because we're in our 40s, mm-hmm. it's funny how things make more sense in your 40s, mm-hmm. especially health-wise, mm-hmm. compared to when you was 10 and 15. Oh, yeah. So now, like, we're, we're the... We're the old, the old people. Let's okay. Let's let's stop. We're the old let's, people let's, at let's, the functions. Let's stop. <laughs> let's stop right now. <sighs> Young people, forty is not old, <laughs> and you will realize it. Now yeah. I may I may talk about my health problems and right. all that. That is for me, not taking care of myself in my twenties. Mm-hmm. Me, take care of yourself in your 20s. You won't have these problems in your 40s. I was smoking, drinking, eating whatever the f- I wanted to f- eat, feel like eating. Mm-hmm. You know, staying up three days out the week. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think my, I think I did a 72-hour partython mm-hmm. one year a couple times. Mm. Like, just in a year span, I did it about three or four times. Mm-hmm. You know, your body can't function like that. Eventually, your body will break down. Oh, yeah. You know, and you you know, you know, go to the doctor and you're like, what the heck happened? Your body's like, hey, remember you you stayed up like three days straight a couple times that one year? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. This is it. This is it. There's your card. Yeah. I just think it's funny how... It's like you can you see the chairs mm-hmm. revolving around the table. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like in certain situations, mm-hmm. like damn. When I when I was 16, 19 years old, mm-hmm. it's like this is not where this is not where I had seen myself mm-hmm. in this chair. Right. I thought I was gonna still be blazing up and oh yeah. Sipping, going around the corners and taking walks. Taking, <laughs> hey, do not take advantage of, of a walk. <laughs> hey, do not take. A, you ever, you ever sit on the toilet too long? Your feet go numb. <laughs> hey, do not take advantage of a walk. That's like one of the most underrated things you can do is is walk. Hey, you know, because <laughs> sometimes. I'm like, I'll tell Caleb, I'm like, we're walking to the bus stop today. Yeah. And right now with JCPS, with the whole bus mm. drama thing. Deba- it is debacle. Debacle. Yeah. It is literally a mile between each bus stop. Mm-hmm. Literally. And so that is my two-mile walk. Mm-hmm. I'll choose a day. I'll be like, hey, 
put your coat on. We're walking to the bus stop. And I'll walk him to the bus stop. And I'll walk home. That's my two miles that day. You done. And I feel great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel great. I did something at work. <clears throat> I think I was I was going outside the chocolate truck. I mm. took, took the steps. <laughs> I don't know what I did. But my knee's been throbbing <laughs> for two <laughs> weeks. Every now and then I kind of feel it. I was like, man, I don't tore ACL. Yeah. Man, I don't I done misplaced my kneecap again. I done did something. I don't know what I did. So what I do, come home, get the green alcohol, mm. Epsom salt, yeah. rub, my, rub my knee down, taking Tylenols, trying to, <laughs> trying to get to, for two weeks. I don't know why or Man. how. Man, look here. I work at the truck plant. The super duties. I make super duties. And I drive them off the line. And these assholes, you know, I'm 5'9". You know, technically 5'8 and 3 quarters, but you know, 5'9". And <laughs> you, you do know the older you get, the, the shorter you get. Yeah, you shrink. Yeah. So, you know, these assholes, you know, you have the option for the super duties for the, uh, for the steps to drop down. Mm-hmm. These assholes leave the steps up. So I'm constantly having to, and these trucks are lifted, mm-hmm. standard. You know, that is standard. They're lifted already. Mm-hmm. They're not hillbilly lifted, but they're <laughs> lifted enough, you know. And I literally have to grab on to the door, cock my knees, <laughs> cock my knees up to my chest. Yeah. To climb up into these trucks, mm-hmm. you know, and by eleven thirty midnight, I go to work at six p.m. So by eleven thirty midnight, if that step isn't dropped down, I'm walking back to the motherfucker, just testing, I'm like, "Hey, my man, or ma'am," because I don't know how y'all getting up in these trucks, mm-hmm. just climbing in and climbing out. And y'all ain't dropping no step down. Y'all five feet tall. Y'all need to be putting the step down too. Like, hey, put the step down. Y'all, I, I'm, I'm not trying to have my knees go out. I'm 43 years old. I'm still young. My knees still work. <laughs> so you doing pull-ups for the first six hours of the night? You know. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so I was going to ask you, that's because this is the holidays. Uh-huh. You know. Are you are you one of those? I'm not, I'm only going where I'm invited, or you just show up. No, you gotta invite me. So you can't now there's 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 one or two spots mm-hmm. where I'll just show up. Mm-hmm. But anybody else? No, you gotta invite me. Yeah, see that's how I am. Like, you gotta invite if, me. If if I don't get like a, a call, a text, or mm-hmm. email, say hey, mm-hmm. We're doing this this date, that date. Mm-hmm. I'm not showing up. Mm-hmm. I'm not coming. And mm-hmm. then, you know, I get that. Well, you know we do this every year. Yeah, but I only got the one invite. Yeah. Now, my, <laughs> now my mom, I'll just show up. Two of my aunts, I'll just show up. Mm-hmm. But anybody else? Now, my brother, if my... 
No, because he has his own family now. Mm-hmm. If it was just him, I'd probably just show up or I'd probably catch him somewhere. But he has a wife now. Mm-hmm. So I'm I know he has his own in laws. Right. And, yeah. So you know that that family. Yeah, that so I'm, family. I'm not just gonna drop by his house because he might not be there. Mm-hmm. You know. But if it was just him and I know that he's probably hasn't went nowhere, I would I would just show up at his house. You know, I'd probably just slide through. But my mom and two of my aunts, uh, my mother, sister, my aunt Vicky, and my father, sister, my aunt Wanda, I'll just show up, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but anybody else, like to be honest, like you, mm-hmm. invite. Because mm-hmm. I know how you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if I just show up, you're not going to answer. <laughs> Look, y'all, he, he has a camera and everything. If that camera goes off and yeah. he, he looks at the screen, the car can be outside. Mm-hmm. He's home. Call before you come. Call. Call before you. You, you can just show up be like, hey, wave at the camera. Like, hey, I'm, I'm outside. Hey. That motherfucker look at the camera and be like, go back to playing this PlayStation. <laughs> I uh I remember one time, I can't remember how long ago it was. I think I think Lexi showed up. <laughs> not the baby Jesus Christ, not the child. Lexi showed up. She rang the door, bell knocking on the door. I look look at my phone. Uh-huh. God damn. Go back to, <laughs> go back to play. <laughs> Fee said, did you know Alexis that's that? I said, yeah. <laughs> Why you let it in? I said, well, she wasn't coming to see me. She would come to see you. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> she didn't. I didn't know she was coming. Lexi, baby, I'm so sorry. Hey. I'm so sorry. Hey, look, did I... <laughs> I don't I don't have an explanation of how I, I try I try to tell Fee like hey you do know I was I was literally dropped on my head a few times when I was a baby <sighs> a few times and that's the only reason I could come up with to why I am the way that I am like I I got some type of brain damage you are not right if if y'all don't know Lexi, Alexis is his daughter. Mm-hmm. It's his child. Mm-hmm. Now, now that I'm older, I get it though, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. If my child, who no longer lives with me, comes to visit without calling, and mind you, hell, even if if they bring if they bring a fucking guest, I'm Definitely oh. not. Oh yeah, yeah. If you bring a guest to my home and you ain't calling, be like, "Hey, I'm coming over, and I got somebody with me." I'm not opening this. Door. You can't even do that. You can't tell me that you' on your way. That's that's not a heads up. At least, that would be. <laughs> and now with your mama, that may be a heads up. Like, hey, mama, I'm on my way. Okay, with me. Hey, can I come over? Can I come through? That's it. That's the that's the proper. Yeah, that's the heads up. Not I'm on my way for what? <laughs> the chill. You can chill at home. We can have the same conversation on the phone. What you need? 
There, I, there's been times I go over my mama's house, and like I got a key, but I still call. Yeah, if I know she's home, I do. I still call and be like, "Hey, I'm on my way." Yeah, I still call. I don't just pop up on mama. Now, if, if I you know if I drive by, see on the porch. Yeah, that's Stop. different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't pop up. Just walk in the house like, "Hey," and like, uh, you know, because cause she gonna look at me like, "What are you doing here?" Well, you know. Mama's got a life too. Exactly. And as much as, you know, 60 ain't old. No. 60 also is not old. It isn't. You know, we've made these women young grandparents. Now, I don't know how old my granny was when I was born, but by the time I was born, I also had like six other cousins. And they were adolescent to age two mm-hmm. by that time that I came along. So I can't tell you how old my granny actually was when my cousins were born. But my mom was 17 when she had me. Mm-hmm. So my mom was still in school. My mom was a junior. So we have made these women, young grandparents. And what we need to realize is they're still dating. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're still, they're, they're going out on dates. They're still having company air quote, air quotation marks. Yeah. yeah. Company. Company. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely need to call before you come Mm -hmm. to your mama and them house. If your parents are separated, divorced, widowed, whatever, they're dating. Mm-hmm. They're having company. You need to call mm-hmm. because even though per se, because I got a key to my mom's house, mm-hmm. but I don't want to walk in <laughs> on the wrong situation. No, you don't. No, you don't. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't want. I don't, I don't want none of that smoke. Hey, so how typically how long would you stay? If you went over to somebody's house to, to go hang out or go visit somebody in the hospital, how, how long? It depends on the situation. Uh, hospital stays, depending on who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's a close family member, I'll stay all night if they want me to. Mm-hmm. I'll spend the night mm-hmm. if they want me to. If I know that there's going to be... Uh, nobody there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I if, think if, yeah. If that, there's gonna be nobody there for me, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'm not just gonna do it. But I offer, be like, hey, do you need me to stay the night? Do you need me to stay here and keep you company? Do you are uh, you need me to stay here? So if you need anything, I can go get it mm-hmm. or whatever. Because I know what it's like to stay in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, if my wife can't stay, my mother will stay. Mm-hmm. You know, because we got kids, right? So you know, even though my kids are teenagers. You know, my wife still has to go by, make sure that the house is still is is in order. You know, give them the lowdown. Hey, you know, I'm gonna fix y'all dinner, but then I'm gonna go back and stay with your dad. Mm-hmm. Don't have nobody in my house. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if I'm going to somebody's house, depending on the situation, until the party's over, mm-hmm. party's over, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. If I'm just stopping through. Stop through about an hour, maybe two. Mm-hmm. I'm gone. Yeah. You know, um, 
but that's just me. If I like I don't drink anymore, so I have no excuse. Yeah. And be like, hey, uh, I'm kind of fucked up. I'm gonna stay here and I'm come home in the morning. So you know, for me, like, cause you know, I don't. I think I'm, I still feel like I'm like the black sheep mm. of the family. Mm. So I don't drink no more. Mm. Which is like, <laughs> what a, if you're not eating, you drinking? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't. I don't. I don't drink. Mm. I don't smoke. Right. Don't no more. Yeah. So for me, I try to. I. I like I have to eliminate those things. Right. Cuz I don't want to be around those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like somebody who's a recovering drug addict or whatnot. They mm-hmm. don't hang around with the old friends that still smoke crack. Right. And do meth. Right. Cuz it's it's unhealthy. Right. So for me, I don't go to a lot of family functions because I know there's going to be drinking. Just drinking and yeah. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? So I don't go. Yeah. So that it's like a double exclusion for me. Right. Mm. So. I get it. Now. I have I have a bar and I'm going to. I got to show you the picture of this Packer. It's Packer bar that I've come across because I'm making new money. I think I've seen. Did, didn't you post did it? I, did I, no, I didn't post it. I didn't okay. Not, it's, this is a different it's one. This is a different one. Okay. You know, because I'm making new money. <laughs> So I've always said I wanted a bar, mm-hmm. and the basement's big enough. I'm gonna give me this bar. Mm-hmm. So I got a little bar that Mama gave me, you know, and, and it holds wine. It's got a wine rack on it and all that, and you know I've gotten a couple, you know, bottles, because uh, my wife drinks. She's not a drinker, but every now and then she'll take a shot. She mm-hmm. likes wine and whatnot, and you know, and if I have company over, if they drink, I oblige them, mm-hmm. you know. And also, you know, I collect ornate bottles, mm-hmm. like bottles that I think are pretty damn cool looking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've I've gotten into that aspect of uh, collecting. It's not so much as for the liquor itself, but for the bottle. So, so you do it for the hospitality mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. Now, there's some. Nah, you are not going to drink that. Can we? Let's correct this. No, no. Right. That is my collector's bottle. Mm-hmm. You don't touch that. Hmm. Now the uncle nearest, please. Right. See, I I, I never thought about that mm-hmm. for the hospitality. I hate that we have a welcome mat at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate that we have a welcome flag <laughs> floating in the in, in the front yard. <laughs> you you're not welcome. <laughs> Fee makes this place seem so uh, uh, warm. (laughs) I get it, I get it, but I was like, "Nah, we don't, we 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 don't need the welcome mat. We don't need that. We don't, you know, the now like when we do like the big cookouts and stuff like that. That's different. Yeah, but just to have it around, just to have it sitting." No, if it more than likely, like I got like a bottle of bourbon that's mm. in the cabinet from last year. Mm. I just use that for cooking and baking. Okay. Gotcha. That's the only. It's, it's an ingredient. Yeah, that that's the only reason why there is bourbon in the house, and it's not even like probably not even good bourbon. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. It ain't it, it ain't makers, it ain't Woodford. It's no, it, it's like in between. It's like the the eighteen twenty five dollar bourbon, <laughs> just because I know it's gonna cook off. Okay, yeah, yeah, you're not you're not losing money. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, it's 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 not to get you feeling good. It's yeah. more for the flavor, you know, for flavor and, yeah. and savoring. See, for y'all that don't live that are outside of Kentucky, not necessarily the state, but Louisville. Mm -hmm. We don't live in Kentucky. We live in Louisville. Mm -hmm. Louisville is in the state of Kentucky, and it's not even the capital, but it should be. It should be. And this is is just a theory that all black people have here in Louisville. We are are not a part of Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, Louisville is, Louisville is like when you go to New York, it's like New York City of New York. It's like, you know, how Albany is the capital of New York State. But New York City should be the capital <laughs> of New York State. That's how we feel. We feel like people feel in New York City and in, in the state of New York. Mm-hmm. Nothing exists outside of New York City. Rochester, Syracuse, Albany, Buffalo. Who the fuck are you? Basically, that's how we feel in the state of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Lexington, Frankfurt, Hoptown, Bowling Green. Who the fuck are you? Richmond, who the fuck are you? Only thing that exists in the state of Kentucky is Louisville. <laughs> and my my family in Marion County is probably going to be like, this nigga said what? <laughs> Mother, who the fuck are you? No. Um, but yeah, no. Bourbon is big here. Bourbon is a way of life here. Like we actually have a festival for bourbon. We have a we have a whole rock show dedicated to bourbon for a weekend. It is the Bourbon and Beyond Festival, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. A whole weekend dedicated to bourbon. It it one day, and you mark my words, it will rival the Kentucky Derby. It will rival the Kentucky Derby. Like here, Derby here is a week long festival. Actually, two weeks. Yeah, it's about, yeah, two yeah, weeks. Yeah, and I feel that one day the Bourbon and Beyond will get to that point. Like Bourbon is a way of life here. Like you come to Louisville, if nobody offers you any Bourbon, find a new set of friends. Which means that I'm not your friend because I don't carry <laughs> bourbon in my house. Don't don't come to Willie's house. Don't come, don't, don't come to my house, no. Don't come to Willie's house. I got some water. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 what do you think is a acceptable acceptable time frame to hang out with somebody? Say like say like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, we just had Thanksgiving yesterday. Thanksgiving, so. uh like I said, depending on what you got going on. <coughs> mm-hmm. Depending on what you got going on. Like I said, I got my mother, my aunts. Mm-hmm. I got in-laws. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I got a lot going on, I mean, that's, that's a lot going on. Right. So, you know, I got, I got stops I got to make. You know. So about two hours per Two? Two. Per? Per. That's 
And you got at six hours. That's that's okay. Yeah, that's six hours. So that's a that's a day. And then the last stop, that's the final stop. That that depending on who I want to be around for the final stop. So I will, and plus gas is high. Yeah, gas is high. So my in laws they always have it at my wife's aunt's house because she's got the biggest house and the most room and whatnot. Mm-hmm. She can sustain everybody, and sometimes we'll have it at my house because we got the second biggest house and the second amount of room as far as the yard and everything like that. So we'll, you know, we'll alternate. We'll do, you know, whatever. And my Aunt Vicky and my Aunt Wanda live in the same area. Mm-hmm. So those are the last two stops. Mm. So I'll alternate whose house is the last house. Because that is the house where I'll spend the most amount of time because I'm not about to get on the road. Mm-hmm. Number one, with these holiday yahoos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's been out smoking, drinking. Tired, whatever, trying to get home, rush and get home, and all this stuff. I I I'll let them get home right before I get on the highway. I want to make sure the highway's clear because I don't. Number one, I don't like traffic. Yeah, I'm, I'm I hate driving my kids to school because the commute is terrible. So I don't. I'm not sure if this is black people only. But I feel like it is. I feel like we wait until the holidays or if it's like um, someone's sick, Mm -hmm. death in the family, then all of a sudden it's time to be a family. Mm -hmm. But all the other days, you know, it's just a regular day. Why, why, Why do you think we wait? Until the holidays or something comes up, I don't know. Uh, for me, I mean, that, does that does that sound? It, no, it sounds about right. Okay. Um, because I don't I don't want to seem like I'm being judgmental towards no black you're not. people. No, because that's what it seems like. Yeah, that's exactly what it seems like. You know, it's. Uh, I wish I could do like I'm trying to. Uh. Charlene and I are trying to get like family members together, like host game nights, like how we used to before yeah. COVID, pre COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we would have family cookouts, mm-hmm. uh, game nights, yeah, so forth and so on. Um, so we're trying to get it for December 16th mm-hmm. um, because she works the weekends now. And so our schedules are just so jacked up. But we're busy and so we're trying to come up with you know a family day of, mm-hmm. to where the family can come over uh fellowship and whatnot right um but i definitely think it's a cultural thing not so much as people not rocking with their families i mean i'm i'm pretty sure that's Part of it for some people mm-hmm. is, you know, black sheep and all mm-hmm. not rocking with the family too much or don't have, you know, felt had some 
tra- childhood trauma, mm-hmm. and then when they became adults, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I don't got to deal with this shit no more. Right. And then, you know, somebody passed away, they go and pay their respects, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, holidays, uh, they come and we call it showing face. Yeah. You show up, you say your highs, hey, hey, everybody, I'm here. And, you know, you fix your plate chit chat shoot the shit a little bit and you're like okay my 30 minutes an hour is up yeah all right you guys uh see y'all in the next go around yeah you know um and i i think that is part of it but with me it is i feel attacked by the way but it's true it's no it's it's, it's not you <laughs> no, but no, it, it, but it, it's no, a generalization yeah but yeah. now that that is true for me because i'm i'm <laughs> yeah i feel i feel like the time, the the time that it took me to get dressed, showered, and get in the car and get there is part of that hour. That's no, the hour, the no, clock, no, the clock starts when you get there. No, no, no. But for you, I understand. Yeah, the, the clock starts when we shower, get dressed, the car, find a nice little playlist, mm-hmm. and then we drive the playlist, and then. <laughs> <laughs> That time, that travel time, that's included with your hour or thirty minutes. That that's included. Yeah. No, I'm gonna be like, this is big business, baby. I, 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 <laughs> you come over, I gotta take your keys. <laughs> yeah. Ain't ain't feed? Did you drive? Yeah. Are 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 you the one that, driving? Okay, then I'm not worried. That 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 is the that is the saving grace. If they find out that Feed drove, they're like, oh, well, he he don't have a choice. Yeah. That's that's, that's it. That's, yeah. If I find out that she drove, I know I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if I look out, if I look at the camera and I see two separate cars pulled up, mm-hmm. like, motherfucker. Yeah, because that's like Feed. She's like, you want to take two cars? If we, get, if we take two cars, there's no point in me going. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey, I was I was dropped on my head. Look, I, I, this is this is how my math maths. <laughs> but I get it. I yeah. get it. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. My now. <laughs> this is. I'm, I'm sorry because it's an awkward long pause. Cause yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put it in the right words so I don't get in trouble. If we take two cars, I'm giving you an hour tops. Like, especially on Dallas's days. On Dallas's days, if we go somewhere, I'm not driving. Mm-hmm. But if I have to drive, hour tops. You get an hour tops from me. And you you would just have to understand my wife would my wife already knows. My wife is my biggest supporter mm-hmm. outside of my mom. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and, and she's down for it because my my wife is she she doesn't do the like I'm I'm more social. I'm the social butterfly right. out of me and my wife. Mm-hmm. As of like you and Fee, mm-hmm. I am the Aunt Fee between me and my wife. 
Mm-hmm. My wife is not necessarily um Now, is it is this with her family as well or is this just period? Period. People. Okay. Period. Yeah, yeah, people period. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't make my like if my wife says, "Hey, it's about time that we need to do a family night." I'm like, "Oh shit. This is my time to shine." <laughs> yes, baby. You are absolutely right. Let's do it. Let's get it. Like right. while she is still in the mood. Yeah. While she is in the mood to do this, if she suggests it, I'm like, now, how long do you have though before that moment goes away? Like the day of that she's that she that she oh, suggests it. Yeah. Like if she gives me a date, mm-hmm. I'm preparing. I'm I'm getting it ready. I'm right. getting it done. Right. Like I'm getting everything that we need because there is no turning back. Mm-hmm. Because the day of, if she's like, yeah, I don't feel like no, ma'am, mm-hmm. no, ma'am, mm-hmm. no, ma'am. You <laughs> I, have got me pumped up and ready for this for the past two weeks. No, ma'am. Oh, yes. See, that's what I was saying. How long? Because in two weeks? Yeah. That's too long. You took too long. Yeah, no, no. Like, she gives me a date. Oh. Because this is this is her this is her building up. Like, she has to build up. Yeah, because see. She has to build up. Yeah, I, I heard what you're saying, but I still felt like if she gives you a date, mm-hmm. There is too much time in between the moment she told you all the way up to the moment of the day. That's way too much. Yeah, there's there's no turning back. There is no turning back, ma'am. You can't <laughs> tell me on the day of, I don't feel like having company. To... Ma'am, I've already told everybody it's a go. Right. I've already got this. I've already got that. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. See, I, I've I've been known... To leave without even saying anything. Mm-hmm. Like they think I'm just outside smoking a cigarette. Like, nah. <laughs> That's why I said, I gotta have your keys. I gotta have your keys. Like, nah, I'm when you, I'm I'm gone for real. When you walk through that door, if you're not blocked in, if you're the last person in that driveway, yeah. if I have if I notice while I'm looking outside, mm-hmm. uh, y'all getting out that car and you're the last person in that driveway, hey y'all. Uh, how you doing today? Yeah. Everything all right? Good. Take your shoes off, please. Uh, here, let me get your keys so I can put them in the safe upstairs. In the safe. Uh, no, sir, you're not slipping away. Yeah. You're not. Yeah. I, I get but, I, Yeah. So m- I'm still a ninja. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't even drop like the little, the little smoke thing. I just, <laughs> I just, fa- I just, just fade like, out. Fade out. <laughs> Just fade out, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, let's see what else I got. Okay, so that we we'll, we'll wrap it up with this. Okay, something that I've always wanted to know is why do we tell people we love them that we don't know? Like you got some family members that you tell them you love them, but you don't really love them. You just tell them that. Just because they say, hey, man, I love you. Then you're like, yeah, I love you back. Or or you may not even really know them, but it's because, air quotes, your family, it's like you you expected to say, yeah, I love you back. And I was was about to say that because of the family aspect. Your family, because you are family, okay? So, you know, I may not see you, 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I ran across. Uh, I was visiting um, my cousin Keisha, my aunt Vic, Vicky's daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Marvin was leaving the barbershop one day, and we drove past her job, and I realized I haven't seen her in a while because mm-hmm. every family function, I always miss her. Mm-hmm. Um, so we stopped by just to say hi and check on her because she's been going through a little thing herself also, so I hadn't been able to see her or talk to her. Uh, so I stopped by her job, and... Uh, so we could say what's up, so I can see her, so I can put eyes on her, uh, because I do love her. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're only two years apart, uh, so on our way out, there was an older woman walking in mm-hmm. with the hundredth anniversary Porter reunion mm. shirt. So this is someone from my father's side. Mm-hmm. So I asked her. I said, "Hey." What is your name? You know, who are your people? Who is your, mm-hmm. who are your parents? Because I'm Willie Steve's grandson. Mm-hmm. Willie Steve is my papa. I said, yeah, I know, I know him. I know him. That's that's my cousin, and I'm so and so's daughter, or whatever, and, and whatnot. I said, okay, all right. Well, I'm I'm Willie Steve's grandson. I'm Marvin Jr. I'm Marvin Porter's oldest son. She said, oh, okay, all right, and, you know, so forth and so on. And I said, this is, and I had Marvin with me. I said, this is Marvin the third. This is my oldest son. And she's like, how you, you know. And we ex- we exchanged pleasantries and so forth and so on. And um, because our family is that big and you're always going to run into yeah. the Porter side anywhere in Louisville or Kentucky. Um. And uh, she said it, and I said it back. <laughs> you know, didn't know her. First time meeting her. Right. You know, as far as I know. Right. You know. And I, I said it back because she's family. Now, if it was just some rando, mm-hmm. you know, some smash and grab. Right. I mean, not now. I'm married. I'm I'm faithful. Yeah, yeah you might want to make that clear. Yeah. I'm faithful. Yeah. I'm married. Uh, but it, in my younger years, you know, when I was when I was a young stallion. Okay, Casanova. When I was a young stallion <laughs> out here, you know, somebody hit me with the "I love you." Now, now, isn't a stallion a, a female horse? No, no, sir. Okay, no, sir. Let's let's get this straight. A stallion. <laughs> Is a male horse. A mare <laughs> is a female horse. Let's get this straight for all you. Because the the, the uh, social media's had that all jacked up there. Yeah, for all you, <laughs> for all you, I'm a stallion out here. Nah, you might need to check your anatomy. Right. You know, if you say you're a stallion, I'm looking for an Adam's apple. Mm. I don't do. Do male horses have Adam's apples? Uh, I. I don't know, but I will write that down for yeah, my let's, rabbit let's, hole. Let's Google that. All right. Uh, <laughs> no, but when I was a young stallion out here, and you know, I was hitting a young smash and grab. Uh, I'll call it smash and grab. Um, out here, and they hit me with the "I love you." I try not to give them a look. And it would definitely be a long pause 
uh, like, if I say it, will that unlock the crazy? Mm. If I do something, mm. or if I just be honest and be like, okay. Because if I say okay, will that unlock the crazy too? Because I just gave you the, the best three minutes of your life, baby. It, it's longer than three minutes, by the way. For I'm, the for the record, for the record, uh, for the record, only dogs, only dogs and cats have an Adam's apple. Really? Yeah, I googled it. I fact checked it. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, who knew? Yeah, there you go. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> fact check. But but I've always, I've always wonder about that because there's times where it's been said to me mm. and I'd be like, all right. Now for the I, family that I do see on the regular or semi-regular or talk to on the regular or semi-regular, mm-hmm. I do reciprocate it. Right. Because right. I, I really mean it. I, right. I really do mean it. But, okay. To you. But, but like what if, when you say I love you, I say I love you back because I really mean it. Right. But, but, but what if it is somebody you see on the regular? And you don't, and you don't, because maybe you really don't love them. Mm. Maybe it's just a, a a social contract that y'all just family, just because. Now, I mean, because because you you can have cousins mm-hmm. that you grew up with, mm-hmm. you can have nieces that you grew up with. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> In my in, in my situation, in, in, in my situation, but or you can have aunts that you've known mm-hmm. and uncles you've known, <laughs> right? <laughs> that you really don't love them. Yeah, like yeah, that's my uncle, that's that's my that's my daddy's brother. But I mean, I yeah. don't I don't know him like it enough to say I love him. Yeah. Well, you know, because if I because if you don't say it, it's going to be frowned upon, or there there's going to be some talk. Are they going to, you're going to get that side eye. It's situations. I can't say that I don't love them. Mm -hmm. I love them enough. Mm -hmm. And it's, and they didn't treat me wrong. Right. By any aspects, by any means. Right. You You just, you just don't know them. Yeah. I, I just really didn't, you know, I hadn't really spent any time with them since I was an adolescent. Right. You know, like you said, you don't know them. There, now, there, from, there hasn't been enough time, right, between as, between the two. As a man, as an adult, mm-hmm. I haven't spent that time with him. Yeah. As an adolescent, I can think back on those times mm-hmm. and remember the love I have for them from those times. Mm-hmm. But our relationship, once I became a man and have my own family. Has been, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if I see them, our party, we rock on. You know, we'll have a great time, or whatever. And if they say it, I love you. I'll say it back to them. Mm-hmm. It's but the the present love isn't the same as the childhood love mm-hmm. that I had for them. I recipro- I say it at a reciprocation because you are my father's or my mother's sibling. Mm-hmm. And 
that's as far as it goes. Or I'll say it because you are my father's or my mother's niece or nephew. So basically what you're saying is you would just lie to him. No, it's not a lie. It's it's a, I guess, did you call it pseudo love? Because like I said, like I, I, I'm, I'm relating it to childhood love. But yeah, but even still, I mean, I guess there's no bad blood. Right, right. But I'm saying I'm guessing in certain situations if maybe you might have spent the night over a couple of times as a kid and you have that, that euphoria of the childhood. Mm-hmm. But even still then, you don't know what the hell love is when you're adolescence. Right. I'm just, well, th- th- you, th- you, you that's you my do, opinion. You do, but you don't. Because there's, you know, different names for the different types of loves. Right. So. Because, see, I, what I'm thinking about, what you're talking about, what you're saying is like the nurture type of love. Mm. Like she cared for you and picked you up and mm. took you to the park and got some ice cream type shit. Mm. But even then, like, I don't, I don't even know what the hell ice cream is really. I just know it tastes good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, nowadays, you don't know what ice cream that is. Right. That shit, if you ain't churned that shit by hand, that shit is not real. That shit. I went, I went to the grocery store. And Briars, you know, I love me some cookies and cream. Mm-hmm. And Briars is top tier cookies and cream for me. Well, it's not top tier, but it's what I get. Right. I right. love I love me some Briars ice cream. And you know, a lot of people they like Blue Bunny and mm-hmm. you know all these other ice creams, gelato and all this other, you know. But I went. And I picked up Briar's ice cream, and I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And it said, and I looked at it when I was uh, on my way, because I have to read labels and stuff now. And it said, milk-free organic ice cream. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, no. Was it good, though? I did not get it. I put that shit back and went and got the real fucking briars. I used fucking no. I I messed up a couple a few weeks. What's this? What's this? This is November. I think it was early October. Mm-hmm. They had the Ben and Jerry's on sale. Yeah, four dollars. Huh? For four dollars? No. It they, was cheaper. It was like a dollar seventy nine. I missed that shit. Hey, and they had some new. They had some new ones. Hey. When I tell you, because I was looking for my my coffee, bzzz. Mm. that's what it's called, y'all. It's called coffee. Bzzz. <laughs> <laughs> but they had some other ones. Mm. Man, I think I racked up about four pints because they was like I said, it was on sale. Yeah, and you know how Kroger's is. The more you buy, the more you get off. The more you get off. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, stay away from it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what type of crack is in Ben and Jerry's, but it be calling me. Well, 
it's Vermont crack. Whatever crack <laughs> they got in Vermont, yeah, is that good shit? I don't, yeah, I don't know what they straight feed off those, the boat. I don't know what they feed <laughs> those those cows, but yeah, they. Well, no, let's let's talk about this orga- organic milk. <laughs> because have, have have you noticed the price of organic milk? Not no. not nut milk. Nut milk is already just priced outrageous. Mm-hmm. Not nut or oat milk, mm-hmm. but organic cow's milk. I haven't because I haven't bought it in I haven't bought it in years. Six dollars and thirty cents for organic cow's milk. Is that the uh, the cardboard box? The cardboard? No, it's still in the plastic. Okay, it's still in the plastic jug. But six dollars and thirty cents for a gallon of organic cow's milk. Now I'm already paying six five six dollars for. Orange juice. It's not even organic orange juice. It's just orange juice. Mm-hmm. Just pure Florida orange juice, mm-hmm. which I'm not even supposed to be drinking because mm. I'm on dialysis. And I'm wondering why my levels be through the roof sometimes because I'm still drinking orange juice. But I'm like, you know, I'm going to make a change. I'm going I'm to get a little bit better. And uh, I went to go grab some organic cow's milk. And it says $6.30. I said, oh, I think the fuck not. I'll stick to this cloned this cloned cow's milk. It's so, $1.30 a gallon. So why are you drinking the organic milk? Is this, is this because of dialysis? Yeah. Um, like, it's certain things I can eat and certain things I cannot because of the phosphorus levels that they have. Mm-hmm. So, like, cheese, I got to... I can only eat Sargento's or natural cheese. Sargento's is natural cheese. Okay. So I can only have natural cheese. Okay. As opposed to crafts. Right. Because it's which is pasteurized. Yeah. And all that. I got jazz. you. I got you now. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I'm trying to be good. <laughs> I'm trying to be good. So, uh, because I got to take these big ass horse pills for the phosphorus to maintain my phosphorus level. Mm-hmm. So in order to not take as many of those pills, I got to eat natural cheese, natural dairy products, mm. organic dairy products. Um, they even gave me a list of Halloween candy that is suitable for me. Oh, in which, luckily for me. Gummies is number one. Hey, I found those uh, snickerdoodles. The Lindors. Oh my god! Aren't they? I I racked up on their ass. I've already smashed two bags. Cause they, I mean, they sell out. They sell out like not not if, not, not where I found them. If you are they at Walgreens? I, I get them from Walgreens. No, I got them at K Rogers. But you, but they're not in the regular aisle. You got to go over to the holiday aisle. Mm. So they're not with the regular. So people are overlooking them. Yes. So every time I go, mm. thank mm. you for the tip. Yes. And I and I've been getting like the peppermint bark. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. There's times I forget I'm, I'm a type two diabetic. <laughs> I I lose my mind. Yeah. So oh, well. I don't know why Phoebe lets me go to a store. Cause I, yeah, like, 
like uh back Halloween. I I I intentionally waited. I don't pass out Halloween candy here. I don't I don't you know. I I don't I don't care about the kids in the neighborhood. So I intentionally waited two days afterwards. Seventy percent off. Dude, I'm getting the eighty and hundred pieces for like ten dollars a bag. I was so mad because we was on strike. Mm. And I went to the grocery store. Mm. Mind you, I only had like a hundred dollars to play with. Mm. And my ass, you know, because I don't clip coupons and everything, you know. And the candy was 70% off. I grabbed three bags of that shit. Mm. Threw it in the basket. Because I'm like, you know, couldn't possibly. You know, grab my meats. Grab my deli meat. Mm-hmm. Grab my cheese. You know, I was like, kids been all right. You know, they're about to be out of school for Thanksgiving. I'm going to go ahead and grab them to some pizza rolls, some hot pockets. Some, right. You know, all this shit. Some fruit. Get to the cash register. Put in my number. Put in my number for, you know, the for the coupons and all that. So she's ringing it up. Boop. It gets to a buck 20. $200. Mm-hmm. Quick. I'm like, hey, hey, whoa. Uh, you know, when the coupon's going to kick in? She's like, hey, yeah, the coupon's on it. I'm like, um, <laughs> hold on, just, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> just, just wait a minute. <laughs> uh, okay, the milk, the meat, the cheese, the bread, all that can stay. Put all the rest of that shit back. Mm-hmm. She said, everything. The juice, everything. Chips, all that back. All of it goes back. You got people behind me. I'm feeling embarrassed. You know? Yeah. Because at the time, I'm the only person in line. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And then, you know, you get two or three people behind you, and they're looking at you, giving you that look of shame. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm sorry. We just, we're on strike right now. And I lost my mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> they're like, they're looking at you all judgmental. You get that judgy like, you can't afford to pay for your groceries. They look at they, <laughs> the, the look is when they look at their basket to see how much shit they really got. And they look around at all the other lines of like, and they and they turn back and look, know, at, and look at you like, come it's on. It's not dude. even that. Like you got a guy standing there, his hands in his pocket where he didn't put his beer on the on the on the on the conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, why are you even in my line? You can be at the U scan, bro. <laughs> you don't belong in this line. This is for people buying groceries, bro. Right. Go to the U scan. Go go steal out the U scan. <laughs> don't be sitting here judging me. That's funny. Don't judge me. That's funny. You know, and and as sympathetic as I am for people who, who can't afford to pay for the groceries, because there's been a time where I've been like, if somebody needed help, or if they're a couple dollars short, I'd be like, you know what, don't worry about it. I got you. Mm-hmm. Just here. Rank up what they're going to give you, and then how much 
20 bucks. Don't even worry about it. I, I got their 20, mm-hmm. you know, because they may need that food. Right. You yeah. know, it's, it's if, if they're short 20, if they're short 10, don't worry about it. I got you, you know, but there's been times where I have been that person giving somebody that look. Oh, most that, definitely. That judgy ass. Well, fuck you knew how much groceries you had before you came to the fucking line. You knew how much money you had to work with before you came to the fucking line. Don't broke ass. <laughs> Judging. <laughs> Judging. Hard. You know, so now I'm that per- when I was that person, I'm like, don't judge me. Don't don't judge me. You you're not even supposed to be in this line, dude. You only got one thing. Go to the fucking if you can sit there with your hand in your pocket, you you don't belong in this line. Right. You know. Now, if it was some old lady, I know they would feel my pain. Right. But this young motherfucker just getting a 24-pack of fucking beer just because just you didn't feel like holding the beer in the U-scan line. Lazy fucker. Yeah. I, I felt judged. But also, I was kind of like lightweight embarrassed also. I was like, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I apologize. Mm. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Is there anything you wanna uh, get out there? Anything you uh, any projects you're working on or uh, you know, just. About ready to get this bar after the first of the year, you know, because I got a lot of new money. Um, be glad to invite you over for a nice ice cold sip of ginger ale or mm-hmm. Sprite, mm-hmm. you know. Cranberry, cran- cranberry juice. Cran grape, yeah. Fresh cran watermelon. I'm, I'm bougie, baby. Ooh. We got cran watermelon. I stopped, I stopped getting the cranberry juice. I got burnt out. Sugar, sugar is it? It's it's what? high. It's high in sugar. They got the they got the sugar. Fruit. I don't want that shit. <laughs> I, I, I didn't I didn't want that. If, if I was gonna do the the thirty five or whatever it is less sugar, I'm gonna just drink water. I'm not. I don't. That's not what I want. But it's good and good for you. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I got my teas. Right on. So. All right. Well, I appreciate you pulling up. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this was fun. I think we we got a lot of things out there. Mm-hmm. So anytime, anytime, anytime. Hell, shit. Invite me over for the Christmas New Year's edition. You know, are we kicking the ladies out the house again? Are we going to go back to Tabernacle? Oh, yeah. I got in trouble for the Tabernacle, but that was fun. That's still one of the top episodes. Tabernacle is? Yes. You're welcome. Thank you, but I think why? <laughs> it's because it was like a disguise. <laughs> so people's like, ooh, tabernacle. This is like some religion. <laughs> some religion <laughs> so once they got into it, they was like, oh, 
ain't nothing gospel about this at all. Oh, it's gospel. It it it, it's, it, it it's was street, it's street gospel, street baby. Gospel, yeah, but street gospel. It wasn't what they thought it was until after that. But by then, I already had got the click. <laughs> you got the credit. <laughs> You get that? Was that ten minutes? Ten? They they listen for ten minutes? No, it's sixty seconds. Oh, 60, sixty seconds. <laughs> sixty seconds. Well, yeah. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. So, all right, kings and queens, we're gonna roll up out of here. Until next time. Write my name, cross the sky in the pimp. It's UGK, I keep a trunk.